This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're now listening to Boomsies with Dan O'Toole on the Bet Rivers Network. The Blue Jays are done. Adios, sayonara. Boomsies. Fade her out. We gotta get right into this. Tim, really slow fade. Hi, I'm Dan. This is the the Blue Jays post game show. We're kind of like baseball managers in the postseason, in which we do things we would never do. A, Otherwise, but we do them different in the postseason, like do a post-game show. Although someone uh, mentioned to me, we did uh, one of these shows after game one of the Blue Jays wildcard series. It's not the postseason. It's the wildcard round. Well, it's not the regular season. And they called it the postseason on the broadcast. And if Dan Schulman said it, I'm pretty sure he's right. Blue Jays uh, played two games against Minnesota. They had uh, one extra base hit, a double by Vladdy Guerrero in game number one. And uh, no extra base hits in game number two. There's going to be a lot of questions in the offseason for this team. Say all you want about John Schneider and the removal of Jose Barrios, who was dealing in the fourth. And I love Buck Martinez because he saw Kikuchi thrown in the bullpen. If you didn't watch the game, I'll fill you. Zero, zero game. Barrios started for the Jays and he's, he's pitching lights out. He looked electric. And they cut to Kikuchi warming up in the pen and they say, hey, don't read anything into it. Uh, you know, they... It's the postseason, so guys get up and warm up, and he's a starter, so it'll take longer. And Buck said on the broadcast, he, he's not just warming up. He's coming in. The way he's throwing tells me he's getting ready to come into the game. Who's right? Buck Martinez. So he inherits a base runner. Twitter lights up and says, if this backfires on John Schneider, he gone. And, uh, well, it didn't work out. Because the Twins scored two runs. And people say, well, what would have happened if uh, Barrio stayed in? Well, here's what would have happened. The Jays still would not have scored any runs. You can't win a game in which you score uh, zero runs. I said this on uh, yesterday's postgame show. There is nothing to be scared of when facing the Toronto Blue Jays lineup. 
there is not a single hitter where they come up and you're like, oh man, this is going to be a tough at bat. Not a single one. Because Vladdy is not the, the Vladdy we're used to. And he's the only one that would bring that kind of fear. Maybe George Springer. But Bijou, every time he came up, I'm like, this guy's looking at strikes right down the middle of the plate. How much does Bijou weigh? I've got to see because he comes up, he turns to the side to, to face the pitcher. And I'm like, I can barely see the guy. How much do you think uh, Kevin Biggio weighs? I'm going to get you the stats right here. Um, he weighs, uh, it doesn't say his weight here. I'm going to say, I don't know, 160? Is that a fair estimate? So the offseason is going to be interesting for the Toronto Blue Jays because how long is the Mark Shapiro experiment going to last? When did it begin? Tim, seven years ago? Eight years ago? I don't remember. I can Google it if you it's want. It's a long it experiment. Matter. And what has it gotten the Jays to this point? Absolutely nothing. August, 30, the anal- August 31st, 2015. 2015. Eight years ago. What has it got us? Well, back-to-back wild card departures. Uh, cold hot dogs on loony hot dog night with stale buns, no ketchup, no mustard. You've got stadium renovations. And then more stadium. Oh, this is going to be a great sell for the Blue Jays. So they renovated the upper tiers of the Rogers Center this past offseason. This year, they're gutting the 100 level, the uh, pricey seats. And with that renovation comes raised ticket prices. So you will be going to your hardcore fan base, season ticket holders that spend the most and saying, ah, okay, we've got uh, seats that are now pointed towards the field. Maybe they're a little comfier, a little more leg room. And the season ticket buyers will say, what about the on-field product? Yeah, but how about uh, you sit in that seat and test it out a bit more? Uh, uh, comfy seat, right? Uh, uh, don't look at the field right now. Just eat this hot dog. We'll find a microwave to warm it up. I believe John Schneider will be gone. Tim, your thoughts. I I hope so. I'm enough. Enough of this. I don't care if it was a group think analytic thing and he's just the face of it. He's gotta go. I mean you, you gotta oh, yeah, pay- Dan Schulman. Sorry, it's, you got on the broadcast. Attention. Dan Schulman was uh, sorry, Tim. I'm talking all over you. Dan Schulman was saying this was not a John Schneider sole decision when Kikuchi came in because he said this has been discussed pregame during it. it. It is not on Schneider's shoulders. So he was trying to take some of the blame away from the Blue Jays manager and saying it was a group effort in making this analytics decision to put him into the game. 
Yeah, he's still the guy who's on the field, like making the final decision. He's got to read the game. Like he's just, he's been all season. He's just been like, oh, got a right hander, got to bring in the left handed bat, got a left hander, got to bring in the right hand. That's automatic, just numbers thing. He doesn't read the game. Like the one game this year where Alec Manoa wasn't pitching horribly. And he forgets how many mound visits there's been. Like that's right, he went out for a oh second time, like right then and there. And then the whole thing with hanging on to Manoa and trying to like keep running him out there all season instead of just saying, "Hey, we got to do something about this and doing it earlier." I, I mean, these decisions are just compounding. And I got enough, enough of this. Like they, they need to bring in a whole new crew. I don't care how likable these guys are. They and Don Mattingly's waiting in the wings. Donnie baseball, but as you said, do you bring in an entire new uh, coaching staff? Because Mattingly would be a wise choice, but he's also part of this decision-making team. How one of them didn't say, how, how about we leave Barrios in? Cause he's, he's looking great. And no one on earth would question leaving Barrios in with a man on in the fourth, the way he was pitching. Not a single person would question why no one was brought in, but it's the managers managing like they've never managed in the regular season. We saw Romano, Jordan Romano in the seventh inning every year. It drives me bonkers how postseason baseball is managed. It's like throw everything out that got us here and let's do it completely different and see how that works out. It's infuriating. So it was fun while it lasted. I tried to pump up Jay's fans. Uh, A lot of people commented. um, It feels like the middle of summer right now in Southern Ontario because it was 29 degrees here. It does not feel like fall baseball, but guess what? That was our last warm day until May. They're calling for snow, apparently. My kids are getting uh, the weather from TikTok. They're calling for snow next week. No, TikTok did weather. But I guess TikTok is the source of all information. Hey, here, okay, thinking outside the box. You want to capture a new fan base. You want to get new life into your aging season ticket holders. TikTok star is your manager. They're going out to the mound. They're live TikToking, pulling the picture. Hey, I'm t- on TikTok Live or Instagram, whatever the TikTokers do. You think outside the box. You instantly have a recognizable person on social media. And when they screw up, then the entire management team can say, well, the guy didn't know, or the girl, or whoever didn't know anything about baseball. We knew that was going to happen, but we thought we'd try it out. TikTok star, next manager of your Toronto Blue Jays, and if not them, then Don Mattingly. Where's Eric Hinsky these days? Eric Hinsky, he, after he retired, was going around and he was coaching everywhere in baseball. Bring back Eric Hinsky, the Blue Jays rookie of the year. Let's see where Eric Hinsky is. He's with the Mets. Uh, 
He's with the Mets. What's he's he doing there, Cam? He's the assistant hitting coach for the Mets. So okay, that, that's worked assistant. out well this year. Oh, okay. So he needs a new job. <laughs> he, he needs a new job as well. I wish I was here telling you about good news. I wish I was here to, to have some excitement going into a winner-take-all game three. But Jays fans, you're left with a team that had no offense when it mattered. Who went over with men on base in game number two. Who hit nothing with power in game number two. So don't focus on the pitching decision. Look at the big picture. Don't look at Barrios as being the, the problem. Because what well, we were supposed to go into extra innings, tied at zero. Okay, now nah, nah, we got him. No. How about someone get to third base? That would help. One of, the most infuriating thing for me really is that right out of training camp, the, they had this mantra. I don't know if they had T-shirts made or whatever, but it was always like the, all the details, the small details, the fundamentals. That's everything. That's what we're really going to focus on this year. And within a couple of weeks, that was out the window because yes. Vladdy was swinging at outside pitches all season long, even though he said he wasn't going to do that anymore. And Vladdy was get, taking bases when he shouldn't have and getting picked off Ahem, like, like today. And, you know, or lollygagging up the line because he hit one he thought was going out and it bounces off the wall and he has to like scramble to get to second like this stuff all season long tim you do raise a good point uh with vladdy getting uh picked off on second that is one of the biggest fundamentals in baseball don't get picked off and i should point out the jays did have someone on third because when varsho uh bunted he was trying to get on base but they they did move someone to third so one of the blue jays did touch third I, I want to correct myself, make sure I have my facts right. Uh, Varsho, uh, not to harp on this guy, but he did not produce the numbers that we expected of him when he, when he came to the Blue Jays. Um, and then he came, he pinch hit this game. I don't know. Um, my buddy uh, um, Espinal came in and pinch hit, this, pinch hit this game. He actually got a hit. Uh, so... Yeah, it is what it is. It's the life of being a Toronto sports fan. You, you let yourself get excited. And then uh, look where it leaves you. In disappointment. In always thinking next year. I go back to my Instagram post in which um, the Blue Jays went on fire after my Instagram post. In which I said, okay, now we look for next season. Because after they were swept by the Texas Rangers, I went on Instagram and said, this team does, it lacks heart. Sure, they, they're a great team. They all get along, but there's no fight. I pointed to the, uh, the Jays of 85 and 92 and 93. There was at least one person on all those teams where if you met them in an alley, you were scared. I'm not saying you need to sign Dave Semenko as a Toronto Blue Jay. But you'll want someone, and I pointed to the fact, if you dumped a, a pail of Gatorade or a bucket of Gatorade on Pat Borders, 
he would have punched you in the face. He's like, yeah, maybe do that when we win everything. Not when we win our 12th game of the year. You need a guy to give you the look that your mom gave you. When you did something and the mom look where you're like, oh man, I'm not doing that again. Because I do not want to go behind that stair. I don't want to find out what's beyond that stair. The Jays need a person like that. Again, a great teammate, but also someone that keeps you in your place and says, let's celebrate when we win something. That's, Eric Hensky what the is DH is for, right? I mean, that's what a DH should be. DH should be a veteran guy who can't run anymore, but he can still hit home runs, and he's a veteran who's been around for a while and tells everyone like to Al knock it off. Oliver. Yeah, number zero. Double zero. No, he was zero, and Cliff Johnson, when he came back, was double zero. Aha. Uh-huh. Sorry, Tim. Thank you for my uh, uh, correcting me on my Blue Jays history. Um, you also need a guy like George Bell. Where, he, where you need a guy who, if he gets hit by a pitch, will go out and karate kick a pitcher. There's not a single Blue Jay who do that right now. Let me take over the team for one year. I get those hot dogs hot. I get a team that has grit. A team that will not celebrate until they have something to actually celebrate. A team that will get more than just singles in a must-win game. I'm your guy. Put my name in the ring. Shapiro. Uh, he gone. It's the Toolsiera in Toronto. And this concludes our second and last ever Blue Jays postgame show. I'd like to say it was fun while it lasted, but that would be a lie. We'll return to our regular programming next week with Boomsies. It's a show about really nothing. But we have fun doing it. Join us, won't you? Welcome to Boomsies with Dan O'Toozy. Live from Orno in the heart of Ontario. Oh, baby, Boomsies. Thanks for listening to Boomsies.